welcome back to The Catch. I'm your host, Michael Adams. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, David McCormick. David, what's going on in Champaign? Oh, nothing much, Michael. Just living life. How about you? Uh, you know, I'm living the small town dream in Metamora right now. Still living at home, working remotely. So I'm not up in Chicago yet. Uh, pros and cons to that, of course. But I'm enjoying the family time, enjoying the small town life. The quiet, no traffic, no city lights, no buzzing. I, I, can't, I Honestly, it's kind of a dream. Wow, you got to imagine, Metamora, super lucky to have you oh, more than a few months. The, the stocks are going up in Metamora. I've, I've heard the buzz. The buzz has made its way to Champagne that Michael Adams is there for at least the foreseeable future, next couple the, months. Business is booming. You better get here while the getting's good. <laughs> um, yeah, but David, I know we were talking right before this um, in lieu of banter, you know, as we tend to like to uh, beat each other up a little bit on this podcast before we get into the meaty, gritty, gritty topic. Um, actually, today we have uh, fun announcements instead. Uh, so just gonna spend a little bit of time on that time on those before we dive into the actual topic. Um, first announcement, um, which is a huge announcement for us is the catch officially has an online store now. Uh, we just launched our first couple products. Um, there's a couple stickers on there, uh, variations, and there's some about JP2, some about Our Lady, uh, as well as we dropped a new kind of product line, you can maybe call it. I don't know if it's like official to call it that since we don't have anything else out there. Um, but with it being election season, uh, and maybe we'll do a podcast about that some other time, but with it being election season, uh, we made a little creative t-shirt uh, called Jesus 2020, Make America Holy Again. Uh, it's all about just restoring Christ as the leader of our own hearts, as well as restoring him as the leader of our great country here. Um, and really the cool thing about this is, is that 10% of all of these proceeds will be going to an organization called uh, Rahab's Daughters. Um, this is an organization out of actually the Northwest suburbs of Chicago that's actively right now fighting human trafficking, um, both sex trafficking as well as labor trafficking. Um, I think I read earlier this week that um, alone in just 2020, They've already rescued 512 women and children from human trafficking, um, and that's nationwide. Wow. Um, and I don't really know why, but this is a topic that's grown more and more near and dear to my heart of recent. Uh, I know our good friend John Kane is, you know, he's really entrenched in this. He, he really loves the outreach, and he really loves advocating for these people. And honestly, he kind of turned me on to that ministry and, you know, through our own self-discovery, discovered this organization. Uh, their mission lines up a lot with ours. Um, you know, we want to be an active role and have an active part in fighting this fight. Um, so that's our number one announcement, David, any feedback, David, honestly, I don't think really knew about this This is kind of behind the scenes from David. Um, so this probably was a little bit of a surprise to him even. Yes. This is actually the first time I'm hearing about it. So I guess, uh, first reactions. Awesome. Amazing. Um, Sounds like a great organization and super happy that you guys were partnering with them and new product lines, new merch. Everyone's happy. Go get your merch. I, I know I, I have the long sleeve t-shirt and a hat. I will say I'm very skeptical about merch usually. Like um, when cams was going out of business at U of I, I didn't really necessarily want to get a t-shirt. I was like, I don't know if these t-shirts are going to be cool. Oh, but you did though. Oh, but I bought two. <laughs> uh, I, I, will say, I will say these t-shirts are actually some of the softest t-shirts I've ever worn. I've been wearing mine like the past four days all, all over, which is a sign of one, the shirt being really cool. Two, I should probably put it in the washer later tonight. I was about to ask about your hygiene habits. That's slightly concerning. <laughs> we don't need to talk about the hygiene. We just need to talk about the quality of the t-shirt and that we know it's high. <laughs> um, but yes, 
I did say that was our number one announcement, which obviously means there's a second announcement. Um, and this announcement excited. is honestly something that's very close to my heart personally. Um, so in a couple of weeks here, we're going to be having a podcast coming out uh, with an organization called Covenant Eyes. Uh, this organization is actively helping men and women fight their addiction to pornography. Uh, being a man and being involved with campus ministry, this is something that I've seen affect the lives of myself, uh, my loved ones, uh, my good friends. Um, so this is an organization I really wanted to invite them on this podcast to kind of just uh, break the barriers about this kind of uncomfortable topic that we don't really like to open up about uh, and also expose kind of the realities behind that industry. Um, but I'm not going to give away too much detail. That podcast will be coming out soon. So stay tuned. But one of the really exciting things to announce is that we are actually going to be partnering with them as an affiliate for Covenant Eyes. And essentially what that means is that we are almost a business partner of them to some degree. And uh, you could almost say they're kind of almost sponsoring this podcast now. Um, I'm going to be putting a link in the podcast bio from now on. You can click on that link and go sign up at Covenant Eyes. You can get a free 30-day trial with them trying out their software. Uh, the way their software works is it kind of works as an accountability partner for you. Uh, you can register with friends and they can get a report on your uh, internet history, whatever it may be. But also it puts on a filter on your, commu on your computer or your phone, whatever it may be. It'll go on before you load a page. It'll tell you whether this page has uh, sensitive information. It'll either one, allow you on it if it isn't, or two, if it has, like, has information or photos, whatever it may be, it's inappropriate. It's not gonna let you on there. Um, so it's a really great software. I know a couple of men who have used it who have found it very useful. Some of my dear friends actually swear by it. Uh, so I'm very excited to be partnering with them. So uh, if you're interested in just trying it, it's not a commitment. Again, it's free 30-day trial. So make sure to check out the link in the description of this podcast, as well as using the code CATCH30. That's CATCH30 as in the catch. Uh, pretty cool. simple. You know, the catch and then, you know, 30 for 30-day trial. So um, yeah, those are the two big announcements. I don't have anything else, honestly, that crazy going on in my life. Again, I'm in small town Metamora, so it's pretty slow here. Uh, but those are two announcements I was pretty excited to share with you, David. Uh, as well as just the entire podcast community. I've been kind of keeping those pretty private until I got the final details worked out. But as of this week, those are officially up and running. So we're ready to roll. Wow, look at you keeping secrets and such. Secrets? Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. Um, I might have. <laughs> but either way, uh, I'm very excited about these partnerships. I hope you guys take advantage of both of them. One, it's uh, supporting the merchandise, supports our mission here at The Catch, supports the podcast. It's how we pay for running this podcast, pay for running the website, all these great things. Um, but as well as um, take care of yourself, look at Covenant Eyes. If this is something you're struggling with, there's no shame there. Uh, feel free to reach out to us with any questions uh, or concerns about either of these things as well. Um, but that's enough of announcements, the boring stuff, whatever it may be. I know you guys are probably just scratching and clawing to hear the topic. Um, so this topic, David, as you know, I prepared, uh, and this is, a po this is a topic that I've kind of been growing to understand over the past six months, I think, ever since quarantine hit, and it, it came from actually reading a Jacques Philippe book, which I know I'd name drop him quite a bit here, um, and it's actually a book that your sister recommended me, David, funny enough, shout out to Christina. Shout uh, out, Christina. <laughs> but it's called Searching for and Maintaining Peace, and there's a chapter in this uh, where it kind of discusses the mindsets that we have when we're going through different difficulties in life. Um, and the mindset that we typically hold and the questions that we typically ask ourselves is, 
why? Like, why, God? Why is this happening to me? Why me out of all people am I struggling with this? Why can't I get over this? Um, and yeah, I, I want to just discuss that mindset. One, just decide, is that a valid question for us to ask? Two, is that the correct way we should be viewing these situations? And three, is there an alternative to which we can actually move forward with? Um, is, there, is there a change in our mindset, change in our questions that we should be uh, kind of going forward with? Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's a really interesting topic. Honestly, I've been really looking forward to it. And I think it's something that, you know, honestly, everyone's experienced, or I feel like, I guess I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like most people have thought, um, yeah, like, why me? Why me specifically? Or felt isolated in some way. So I'm excited to dive right in. Yeah, honestly, you kind of hit it on the head right there. Why me? Um, and we, we tend to look back on ourselves and... Uh, there's two things I want to kind of go into here. And the first I want to say is it's a disclaimer. Um, this conversation we're about to have about, you know, this whole idea of why is this happening to me? Why did this happen to me? This isn't like an excuse. This does not discredit like true evil, uh, true suffering. Like there are some things that, uh, you know, honestly, they have a true effect on us that are going to leave lasting effects on us. And I'm not trying to discredit anyone's experience. Um, but I am trying to kind of, do more of is shed light on these situations and shed ways in which we can find growth in which we can find redemption in the ruins. Um, but I did want to first kind of start with a quick disclaimer. This is not an attack at anyone or discrediting anyone's experience of evil or persecution within their own life. Um, so just want to set the boundaries there. Um, yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah. And I know that we both have experienced things in our own lives and we have close family members who've experienced other things. Um, and I'm just, I just want to make sure no one feels like I'm discrediting their own experience and their own feelings. Um, but what I do want to kind of dive into is this idea of why Lord, why God, you know, I think of like in a movie where people go outside in the rain, they're screaming, shouting, why God, why, why me? Uh, they have to be um, dropped to their knees as to be raining and it has to be past midnight. at least. And their arms have to be straight up in the air. With fists, yeah. Yeah, fists, yeah. Shaking the fists up in the air. Um, we, we got this down, David. We're in sync tonight. I like oh, it. Oh, it's something that I frequent often. <laughs> we used to, you know, when David and I used to live in the same building together, we used to just kind of be in the same street. We'd find each other running down the hallway into the streets, and we'd both be on our knees screaming at the same time. It's kind of a coincidence that we're doing this podcast together now. Um, but these questions of why God, you know, why is this happening to me? Why does this have to happen? These are not bad questions to ask. Um, I, I will never say that asking, you know, why God, like, why did this have to happen? That's not a bad question to ask. That's actually a really great question to go into contemplation about. Maybe there is a reason, um, but oftentimes there isn't, uh, but maybe there is. Um, and it's, it's something to take time with. But there is danger, and the danger that I see in this question, and David, you can also disagree or agree with me, is that this question tends uh, to change our viewpoint on the change our viewpoint on what's happening in our lives, and turning it on ourselves. Um, we tend to isolate. We tend to kind of go in a go in our little corner, be alone, suffer by ourselves, and feel as this feel as if the entire world is against us, um, feel as if there's no one rooting for us in our corner. Uh, and I know we did the podcast with you a couple weeks ago about hope. We lose all sense of hope. Hope is lost. We're alone. And truly 
God has abandoned us. Why would he abandon us? I thought he loved me. Now I'm just, now he left me. Why? Yeah. The word you use was isolated. And I completely agree. Um, we tend to, yeah, kind of go off in our own corner. Like I said, I can't speak for everyone. Um, but we think that everyone else is on top of their game. Nobody else is suffering and it's just me. And because of that, no one can relate to my experience either directly or indirectly. And I think in order to avoid being a burden or maybe embarrassment, there's many reasons, but we tend to keep it to ourselves. And then that's normally when the question comes of why, why me specifically when you've isolated yourself normally from others, not always the case, but I've just noticed like my own experiences and some experiences of my friends, that is normally what tends to be the process. I would agree with that. And I think there's something interesting there too, David, you know, this whole idea of like uh, accusations, you know, when we're asking like, why God, like, why would you do that to me? It feels as if we're almost accusing God of doing something wrong to us, doing something bad to us, treating us poorly. Like I accuse you of not loving me, Lord. Obviously you don't, if you're letting this happen to me. Um, And, you know, thinking about that, it kind of opened my eyes to a couple different things. First, lending me to the question of in tradition of Christianity, who do we know to be the accuser? Um, you can go back in scripture anywhere. It's almost always been said that Satan is the king of accusations, that he is the one that holds us against our Lord. He accuses us to our Lord. He takes his, ask, he takes his accusations about us, about our lives, about our shortcomings, and takes them to the Lord. Obviously, the Lord says, dude, get out of here. No one cares what you have to say. These guys are like (laughs) they're all good throws all those accusations away um but i think he has a very unique ability to take that accusation mentality and plant it in our mind um because he spends his entire days accusing us saying you're nothing you are worthless why can't you get over that sin you're the only person in the entire world who suffers from that you're the only person who did that thing kind of like you said we tend to isolate we're ashamed we think that we're the only one suffering with this um first he gets us to think like that think that about ourselves secondly his ultimate goal is to create distance between us and god he doesn't want us in unity with god so what does he do he takes the accusation mindset that he uses against us gives it to us and twists it into us accusing God. And then as we accuse God, we further separate that distance, further separate that distance. And suddenly we're miles away from God, all because we let that tiny thought creep into our mind and let Satan kind of almost plant his claws in us and breeding that detrimental mindset. Yeah, I mean, the question, the question of asking why, you said it earlier, isn't a bad question. It's a normally valid, like, it's a valid question. We're actually encouraged in our faith to ask the question why for everything. I completely agree, though, that it can be twisted in that sense of asking why instead of trying to understand what is suffering, um, what is the point of it, and understanding because suffering is not completely pointless um, these things don't just like randomly happen in necessarily like a vacuum. Basically, I'm try- I guess what I'm trying to say is that like there's saying like there's no- there's nothing that can good that can come out of it. And ultimately, we want if we're trying to isolate ourselves, 
God is never going to isolate himself from us. We know like that understanding, like he's never going to leave us as orphans. So the only other way that can happen is if we're the one who do like basically if we're going to do the distancing. And I completely agree that that can be the question of a totally valid question of why or what is the Lord trying to do here can get turned into wanting to distance ourselves from the Lord. And that's really the only way it can happen because he is always going to be there for us. But if we decide to turn our backs on that love, that is how that distance is going to be created. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself, David. Um, And I think what you kind of said there, you know, why is not a bad question. It's truly a valid question. It's one that we probably should be asking. But like you also said, there are inherent dangers of asking that question and that question can get twisted very easily. Um, So my question based off of that is, is there a better question that we could be asking? Yeah. I do. Do you want me to weigh in or do you have the answer? I mean, I have the answer. I'd love to hear you weigh in. Um, Off the top of my head, I would kind of be saying that how is the, how is the Lord working through this? Oh yeah. Oh, did I, did I nail it? Oh, you nailed it, dude. Oh, big. And also just kind of to clarify, I want to make sure my last statement was not um, taken like out of context. I am not saying that like that the Lord is punishing people or doing things on purpose or these bad things are happening on purpose. It's more of just the change of the mindset of how is he working towards this? So yeah, I don't, I want to very much clarify. Yeah. Yeah. That is not what I'm insinuating at all. Yeah. I think David will do another podcast here in the next coming weeks, maybe about suffering, why it's, why it happens. And maybe even the whole big topic of, you know, why, why does, evil exist why do bad things happen to people um i don't think it's necessary for this podcast i think we'd be on here for about two hours if that was the case but going back to your point david i think that you actually hit it right in the head you know i made a word of it my wording was different but they're the same Ah. Um, my wording was how is how is the lord inviting me to grow through this or what is how is the lord inviting me to love him more how is the lord inviting me into a deeper conversion um, who I like yours better. Who, honestly, I had this conversation with Jose Maria last week about how co- conversion is a moment, but sanctity and sanctifying is a lifetime's work. I think that's a quote of Jose Maria Scriva. Don't quote me on that, though. Um, fact check. Yeah, seriously, fact checkers get on me. But it's that whole idea of how is the Lord sanctifying me right now? Uh, and I think the more in these past six months that I've stopped asking why questions and I've started asking how questions I've been able to take what's happening to me or to my life or to my loved ones. I've been able to take them a lot more for what they are and stop looking at them in the mindset of, Oh, I can't believe all this is happening to me. And now it's more of a mindset of, wow, the Lord is really trying to get me to do this. Like the Lord is really trying to get me to practice patience right now. Or like the Lord is really calling me to truly surrender to him in prayer or in friendship, whatever it may be. Um, But I think changing this mindset has honestly allowed me to walk out of my corner and stop that whole idea of isolating. It's allowed me to be more vulnerable, whatever it may be. Um, But I wanted to get your feedback about the how versus why. I know that we said why is a valid question. It's not always bad. Um, But I think that we can answer the question of why, why God, why is this happening? That, that answer often comes from how I, I like, 
Lord, why did this happen to me? Um, I don't know, really. That's a hard question to answer. But if I ask, Lord, this happened to me, you know, what are you trying to get me? Like, what am I, what do you want me to get out of this? How are you inviting me to grow through this? Suddenly that why is like, oh, interesting. He wants me to grow in this way. That must be why this is happening. Or that's a beauty that can come out of this detrimental evil thing. Um, and I don't want to misconstrue my words there. God does not use evil. Um, he redeems evil. Um, so just want to make sure I clarified that there. But they've always There's been a lot of clarifications. Up <laughs> Us 24-7. I just want to clarify real quick, real quick. Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind, honestly, is that in changing the question from why, why can sometimes be more even more of a blanket statement, a question that we might never get the answer to. Mm-hmm. But I think by asking how and how is the Lord moving through this? Um, how am I being affected by this? Like what is coming to the forefront of my heart? I think it makes us more active participants in it, if that makes sense. I would agree. That, yeah, that like we're not just um, suffering in a certain sense, but that we are active participants that the Lord, as we said, is never going to abandon us. And he is going to be walking alongside us. He's going to be working with us the entire time. So I think it kind of just shifts the gaze to he's doing something here. Um, obviously, that thing is worth paying attention to. So trying to figure out what exactly that is. And honestly, I think we can learn a lot about ourselves when we shift that gaze. I would agree. And I really liked what you said there. where We're, we're part of the action. He invites us to play the game with him almost. Um, and it feels like when we're asking those why questions, sometimes when we are starting to isolate, it feels like I'm living my life here. And God's living his life over there. And our paths, our plans, our wills aren't colliding with each other. They're just kind of going next to each other and whatever happens, happens. Um, whereas when we ask God how, and he invites us, this is how you can grow in here. This is how you can encounter my love greater here. Um, like I know personally in a couple of events in my, pa- in my life here in the past year through sufferings, it's been a discovery of, you know, yeah, those things definitely didn't want them to happen. Definitely wouldn't go through them again. But at the same time, God's been there present. He's saying, yes, those happened. But here I'm inviting you into deeper relationship with me. I'm inviting you to fall deeper in love with me, with my mercy, to experience my forgiveness and my mercy on a deeper, more resonating way. Uh, And it allows those wills, it allows those plans to kind of be more intertwined. Honestly, it, leads to a deeper, more intimate friendship and relationship with our Lord, where with which I guess many of us, honestly, myself included, struggle experiencing that relationship at times. Yeah, I think that kind of how you phrased it, if it's if it's a relationship with the Lord, right? It's an ongoing relationship. It has, you know, it's ups and downs from our angle. But if you're walking with the Lord, wouldn't you want him to know what you're going through? And wouldn't you want him to know like, wouldn't you want to know how he's working through that? I was at a retreat some years ago, and it was really interesting because they describe sometimes how, like, prayer and relationship with the Lord can almost feel like you're both on, like, trapeze wires and you're kind of leaning <laughs> against each other, right? Yep. Um, which, one, calls out sometimes my fragility in prayer because it's, sometimes it's like a trapeze wire. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that if it's, if it's a relationship um, – Sometimes in that isolation, we can, um, we cannot bring God into the equation. Um, and we can feel like we are going through this by ourselves, but 
when he is an active part of it, yeah, he, he is going to be working. And sometimes it even takes just um, asking big, like just asking like, Lord, what, what are you trying to show me here? What, like, what, um, what necessarily is this event or like this thing that's happening? Was it trying to tell me about my life? And then also just being aware and also not being frustrated too. If you don't, if you don't get anything out of it right away, um, it doesn't mean like, oh man, I guess, I guess this one was just like, I guess it's just a bad one. I guess it like, <laughs> he isn't here. Um, but it's, it's, it's going to take patience and the Lord is going to sanctify all that, you know, we give him and all that we go through. So I think it's, it's, it also requires that, that bit of trust in that relationship. Yeah. I honestly love to think of my relationship with Christ as like me and my best friend, you know? Yeah. My best friend might know a lot about me. He might know a lot about my life. And if it's Jesus, he knows everything. Um, but that doesn't mean he doesn't want to hear it from myself. Um, like, you know, David, I could, I could hear that you got a job per se. Somebody, somebody I, did, I, I did not to clarify. <laughs> yeah. He did not, but somebody could tell me, you know, David got a job. Isn't that cool? And I'd say, yeah, that's really cool. Me, I would still want you to tell me though. Like I would still look forward to hearing that come from you, David. Um, it's the same kind of thing I think of like with our Lord. Yeah, he knows what we're going through. He knows the, the victories. He knows the defeats, but he wants to hear those. Um, he wants to be invited into those. Um, I think the invitation, inviting him into those deep kind of ugly places we don't want to invite anyone else into can be very moving. Uh, yeah. I lost my train of thought there, but I feel like Michael no, Scott I, right now. <laughs> no, I, I know exactly what you mean. And I think that the reason that a lot of times I think we can struggle with this is kind of, as you said, one, um, if we are active participants, like he is an active participant as well. So he is always going to be there for us. Like you said, regardless of whether or not we're telling him, but he's going to be there with us in those moments. So I think sometimes kind of a trap I can fall into um, is if I'm suffering. I was like, well, I need to go tell him formally, like on my own time where I can really sit down to him. And that's great. But at the same time, like he's there in those moments too. And you can invite him into it. Even if it's something as simple as like a quick prayer or like, Lord, um, I just kind of just want to bring to you formally just what I'm going through right now. And a lot of times in those situations, just to get real, like we can be at our lowest of our low. And a lot of times we hide that from those close to us and we don't want people to see us like that. And I think it just comes down to knowing that it's kind of almost an intimidating thought, but knowing that like at my lowest of my low, like not only is the Lord there, he's lovingly there. He's there the entire time and he has not given up sight. Um, He wants to hear everything we're going to. So even if it's in the moment to say, Lord, I, I'm really struggling. I want to bring you into this. I want to even offer this up. And it might, it's not, it's not going to be burning bush, you know, clouds, clouds clear, but um, something for me, I've noticed that that is, that is really helpful because you are offering something. And even if you're like putting it to the foot of the cross, he's not going to be outdone in generosity. Mm -hmm. And by letting him in there, um, even just let's play simple numbers game. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna go poorly. That's not a good. <laughs> not a bad place, you know. To, I'd, I'd make that bet. I'd take that bet. Yeah, and so I think it's just something that when we isolate ourselves, 
we don't want others, even people really close with, we don't want to have them see us at our lowest point. Yeah. And it's almost intimidating to be like, the Lord has seen us at all of our lowest points. And then Uno reverse card, but he's been there lovingly the entire time. He's working through those. And he's not just, man, Michael's going through a really tough time right now. Like I'm, I'm here, but I guess I'm just going to kind of sit and watch. Yeah, exactly. I think another important thing to mention, maybe kind of closing point here for me, yeah. is that again, we do put the Lord in these expectations. Like one, I can't go to him. Um, you, you, we feel like we need to kind of isolate, like you're, like you're saying, um, we don't want to take those portions of ourselves that we don't like sharing to our closest friends here on earth. We don't want to take those to our Lord, even though he does see it. Um, and we know that he's lovingly there no matter what. And again, if he's lovingly there all the time, we need to reciprocate that love and that patience that he, that he has shown us. I think a lot of times uh, you and I have talked about this before, like going into prayer and being like, I'm going to get this answer right now. Like I'm going to go in there. And by the time I walk out of this church, I'm going to have a yes or no, what God wants me to do. And then I spend the hour in adoration and I walk out uberly frustrated because the Lord just went straight crickets on me for an hour. Um, and so I think what I really want to just press there is allowing the t- allowing time for the Lord to speak, uh, allowing him to speak in his own mysterious ways. I think we all put him into this box of he's going to strike me down and speak to me in the burning bush. Like we said, I know I personally have encountered him through scripture very uh, vividly in my own life, but I know everyone has a very unique experience with him. So not putting him on a t- putting him on a time constraint, knowing that I might get this answer today, but I also might not get this answer for 10 years. And I need to go into prayer fully accepting the outcome of which one knows that it'll be. And again, there are some of those mysteries that we honestly won't know until the next life. And we need to come into prayer understanding that and being patient with that timing and understanding that there's a reason that this isn't being revealed to me right now, whatever it may be. I don't know, but there's a reason it isn't being revealed. And I can trust that the Lord knows when to reveal that to me. And obviously it's not now. Yeah. It all comes down to, yeah, it all comes down to trust in that sense that we do want answers. um, A lot of times, and we, a lot of times we want answers quickly especially if it comes to um, a situation that negatively impacts us and others. And I think the same thing of that. Yeah, exactly. As you said, if we um, are offering this to the Lord um, and he is ever loving, ever patient, we will never be as loving and patient as him, but we need to try um, and to not try to put him in a box um, or yet to try to get what we want out of it. I, I think you said that really well. I don't really, know how much i can add to that perfect i like to hear that sometimes you know sometimes i feel like i'm just up here rambling so i appreciate that um yeah again closing remarks i don't think that the question why is bad i think sometimes the question why is very fair and, and it's worth contemplation but when you feel those why questions leading you into that corner of isolation leading you into this area where you're separated from the lord you feel isolated you feel forgotten um change that change your viewpoint change your mindset and i want to quote romans here uh, one of my favorite chapters of the entire bible Uh, it's romans chapter 12 verse 2 do not conform yourselves to this age but be transformed by the renewal of your mind i'll say it one more time do not conform yourselves to this age but be transformed by the renewal of your mind 
again, I think that sums up what we're trying to say here. Uh, don't conform yourself to this world, uh, conform yourself to the divine. If those why questions are separating you from our Lord, change the, use the reverse, you know, change it up, uh, go to the house. How is the Lord inviting me to grow? How is he inviting me into conversion? How is he calling me to love him more and be patient? Allow the Lord time to speak to you. I guarantee he will It'll probably be very mysterious and different than how he speaks to any of us. Uh, but equally as peaceful. That, that's all I have for today though. Unless you have any closing to remarks. Um, yes. Quick, quick closing remarks. Um, yeah. That the Lord can, I mean, when we're going through any type of sufferings or hard times, it might not exactly be what we're expecting at the same time, just to kind of just directly um, talk about like that isolating, getting help or talking to people about it as well. Like he, he can work through other people and he can work through those experiences and he can guide those steps. So I also don't want to make it seem like we're talking about like, Oh, this is something just between you and the Lord. Um, obviously, like I said, he is, he is there. Um, but that also, you also have supports and you can also give supports to you. And then it might not be exactly what you think it's going to be. Um, it's just last point. Yeah. And if you, um, if you're going through a tough time, a lot of times, at least for me in those times, he has kind of called me to grow in patience or he has called me to grow in like letting control, like letting go control, if that makes sense. I think a lot of times in those situations, we've kind of lost control and it can be a really beautiful invitation to trust and like lean into him more. Yeah. I, those I are my closing remarks. Honestly, thank you for clarifying that too. Uh, if you do, if you do feel isolated, that, that's not an invitation just to go into your corner and say, I just need to pray for 12 hours a day until the God, until God reveals this to me. No, uh, the God, he works in mysterious ways. He works through your friendships. He works through relationships. If you need help, please seek it. Uh, if you need the counsel of your friends, do not be ashamed to open up. I know I have opened up to David before and other friends before about things that I definitely never thought I would say to another uh, good friend of mine ever in my life. Uh, but, but the healing and the transformation that occurred within those moments is insurmountable and things that I still hold on to this day as a kind of silver lining of hope when I do go through hard times. So do not be ashamed. Odds are nine out of 10 people that you look at on the street are going through the exact same thing you're going through right now to some degree. Uh, but that's, that's all I have to say again. Thank you guys for listening. It's always an honor to be on here. It's an honor to have David on here as well with me. Very grateful for your guys' continual support over us. I ask that you please continue to pray for us, both the catch as well as David and I in our personal lives, personal discernments. Uh, David in his senior year, I know he's uh, getting worked right now by school, so please keep him in your prayers. If you need anything, have questions, concerns, comments, feel free to reach out to us. Even right now, as we're saying, if you do need help, if you need counsel, if you need support, feel free to reach out to us at thecatchcc at gmail.com. We will try and get you in touch with the necessary resources the best that we can. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's all I have for today. Again, don't forget, we got that new partnership with Covenant and I. So check out the link in the podcast description. Make sure to check out their website. Sign up for a 30-day free trial. See how you like it. You might be surprised. Cool. That all sounds great to me. Yep. Adios, everyone. Adios. Au revoir.